Hello guys and welcome to the third episode of the Irish Balance podcast. This episode is the second full episode after my short little introduction to launch my podcast last week. Today on my podcast we're going to be talking about goal setting for 2019 and this was inspired by a new year and also by the New Year's Resolution podcast episode, which you can find one episode back, where I shared nine ideas for New Year's Resolutions for 2019. Because setting New Year's Resolutions involves setting goals for your life, I wanted to share a follow-up post to help you achieve these goals in the most simple, sustainable, and uh, most balanced way. So I've also got a blog post on this topic, as well as Um, an Instagram post on it so you can have a look at those too. If you haven't heard of me or my blog before I know many of you who are following the podcast will know me through my social media through my blog or know me in person. My name is Kira. Um, I'm an Irish girl and a qualified medical doctor. I'm currently doing a one-year full-time master's in public health and nutrition in Dublin because I'm passionate about preventative medicine, public health and health promotion, particularly how our lifestyles affect our health. So through the food we eat, physical activity, stress management, sleep and our social well-being. And I want to show you how we can empower ourselves to live happy, healthy lifestyles that are full of balance, hence the Irish balance. So I really hope you love the podcast and you love my blog and Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that as much as I love curating it. I'm very excited to have launched my podcast this year. It was a big goal for me and really something I've been trying to make decision on over the last six months and told myself that 2019 was the year I was just going to go for it. You could say it's my 2018 goal number one, so I'm working on achieving it by launching. Um, And as always, uh, as I say, with my blog and with my social media, I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, You can find me at The Irish Balance on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And you can also find my blog on www.theirishbalance.com. And I always welcome any and all feedback through DMs or comments or tweets. Just get in touch. So let's get on to today's episode. Now that 2019 is officially here, I'm going to share an article on my blog and this podcast with you to help you achieve your New Year's resolutions. Goal setting, I think, is the starting point if you want to cultivate a lifestyle change. And there's some key things you have to consider when setting your goals. These things are applicable to any and all areas of your life. So whether your goals are in uh, the realm of physical activity, so getting more active, dietary habits, improving your sleep, hygiene, managing your stress a bit better, um, or getting a better social life. All these things are really key aspects of a healthy lifestyle, a healthy balanced lifestyle, and all aspects of goal setting are equally important. So I'm going to talk to you today about SMART goals. Setting SMART goals, I think, is probably one of the most widely used techniques for goal setting. In case you haven't heard of it, SMART stands for five key aspects of a goal that you need to consider. A goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. I add an extra S um, onto mine, which is sustainable, and I'll explain why in a couple of minutes. So without further ado, let's look at how you can set SMART goals for 2019 and make achieving them part of a healthy, balanced lifestyle that you enjoy and not a chore you dread. So let's start with S, sustainable and specific. So I really like to start with this because a big pet peeve of mine on social media is the concept of a quick fix being widely promoted for a healthier lifestyle. And really, there isn't such thing as a quick fix. There's no overnight successes. No matter what your goal is, whether it's getting more active, eating more healthier with better quality foods or reducing your phone screen time, for example, these 
goals have to be sustainable and they have to be specific. So with sustainable, what we mean by that is these changes have to be those which are going to stick to for life and not just for two weeks. When we talk about a goal being specific, we mean that it's got to be really targeted and well-defined. So for example, you might say that you want to eat healthier, but we need to be more specific than that. We need to kind of define does that mean eating more fruits and vegetables? Does that mean meeting your five a day? Does that mean eating more fiber? If you say you want to improve your sleep, does that mean that you want to get more quality sleep or more quantity sleep or maybe both? So the goal to start with has got to be specific and it's got to be sustainable. Particularly because it's January, you will see the word detox everywhere. And I think that's a word we all need to avoid using and remove from our vocabulary unless we're talking about the natural function of our liver and kidneys. The most radical of changes that a magazine might tell you to make to your lifestyle probably isn't the most sustainable change you could make or the healthiest. So it's important to keep that aspect of things in mind. So let's move on to measurable. So we have to define our goals really clearly when setting them. So we started to touch on this a little bit when we talked about a goal being specific. When we're vague about a good intention, even if it is a good intention, it gets us nowhere. So for example, saying I want to eat healthier or get fit or sleep better. None of these things define exactly what your goal is. So while your overall desire might be to do one of those, the goal itself in the short term has got to be clear and oriented towards that bigger picture. So for example, if you want to get fit, what sort of activity are you going to start? Are you going to walk, run, swim, maybe try yoga or Pilates, maybe try weight training at the gym, or maybe like me, you'll want to do a combination of things. Personally, I love yoga. I love weightlifting. Um, I've only been doing yoga for the past year and I've been doing weightlifting for about three and I love to go for long walks as well. Um, and I fall in and out with running. Sometimes I enjoy doing it. Sometimes I don't. Um, either way, it's really important that you label what that activity is and make it one that you enjoy. It's also really important to measure when exactly in your day and your week you're going to do that activity. So when you're going to go for the walk, how you're going to get to the gym, whether it's before work or after work, and how many days per week you're going to do it. By measuring out your plan in advance, we can then track progress on a goal accurately. So you know that saying, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. That holds true here too. So moving on to A. A is achievable. So a goal has got to be feasibly within our reach before we start working on achieving it. I'm going to use myself as an example. So I love to run, but if I turned around tomorrow and said that I wanted to run the Dublin Marathon, like next week, that would not be achievable. I might show up, sign up and try it, but realistically, I can't go from zero to 26 miles, 26.2 miles, I think, in a week. If I wanted to do it, let's say next October, that's definitely achievable, I would say, with structured training over a long period of time. So remember when you're goal setting that your goal should be achievable because achieving our goals, however big or small they might be, is such an amazing feeling, a real sense of accomplishment. And it's such a shame to deny yourself that joy simply because you let your ambition and intention, however admirable, confuse what might be realistic and achievable for you. If you only have 30 minutes, four days of the working week to get your exercise in, that's what's achievable for you. And it doesn't matter if your mom, sister, or best friend, or your dog is more active than that. You've got to do what's within your reach and be darn proud of yourself for getting there. So this brings me to or realistic. So I want to ask you, what is your reality? What does your real day-to-day -day life look like? Do you go to work? Do you go to college? Maybe you do both. Have you got a family? Do you have friends that you live with or that you see every day? Do you have hobbies that you like to keep up? Where does it all fit in within your day and within your week? And so if you've got a goal that you want to work on achieving, 
for example, that might be adding in three gym sessions a week. How do you fit those in? How do they fit into what your current day-to-day is, your current reality? Then on the same line of thought, what resources do you have available to you in your real life that's going to allow you to work on your goals? And therefore, what resources are you going to need to put in place in your real life to help you achieve your goals? These are all really, really key questions to ask yourself when you're goal setting smartly. So for example, let's say you want to cook dinner from scratch three nights this week. Do you have A, the recipes planned out, B, the ingredients that you're going to need, and C, the time and plan to go shopping to get these things? So identifying where your gaps are in your reality allows you to make some changes to make your goals more feasible and realistic. Finally, let's move on to time bound. So we have to set ourselves a time frame for each goal that we want to achieve. So I wouldn't refer to this as a deadline because I think that creates a little bit of a negative mindset because deadline kind of makes you feel like you're under pressure, makes you feel a little bit stressed about it. And really setting and achieving goals isn't something we should view as a task or chore or a negative process. It's a positive change that we're making to our lives and a really, really good intention. But to monitor our progress and reflect on how we're doing on this journey, we've got to track ourselves a little bit. So setting a time frame just puts a little bit of a reminder on ourselves to do so. So for example, if you're aiming to start running or walking to get more active, Why not try setting a date for your first five kilometer run, maybe for charity um, with a friend? Or if you're keen to cook more at home, try setting yourself a challenge for this coming week to make three meals from scratch and then review how you did. Did you achieve the goal? And if not, that's 100% fine. But have a look at why not. Review what challenges you encountered. Look at what might have held you back, what helped you move forward, what you found easy and what you found tricky. You can use that then to work on bringing your goal forward into your next week and your whole life. So finally, there's two things I want to say to finish. I always, always say that goal setting and working towards goals should be enjoyable. Making simple, sustainable, healthy lifestyle changes should be a positive aspect of your life because it is, it's a positive change and it's really admirable that you want to do that. So be proud of yourself, first of all, for setting the intention and then really try to enjoy the process of working towards that goal. Secondly, the focus with these things should always be on progress and not perfection. Hopefully we all know by now that absolutely no one is perfect. In fact, I like to say we're all perfectly imperfect. So focus on progress, not perfection, when you have a goal that you're trying to achieve. Celebrate every single small win along the way and that positive reinforcement will keep you going much more than anything else. Okay, guys, that is a wrap on smart goal setting for 2019. I really hope that this post was helpful. I would love to hear what your goals are for this new year. And I would love to hear what you thought of the podcast, of the blog post, and any extra comments you might have. So you know where to find me, at The Irish Balance on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. My blog is www.theirishbalance.com. And you can always get in touch and pop me a DM on Instagram or tweet me, send me an email or leave a comment on my blog or on my social media, and I'll get back to you. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast and as always, any ideas that you guys might have, just let me know and I will talk to you guys on a new topic next week. Bye.